Hello once again and welcome to the Light 1031 Podcast, a podcast to help shine the light of Christ and to encourage you in your walk with God. I am your host, Mark Rogers. Today we are excited to have Lee Lillard. She is representing the Colby Valley Baptist Church's food ministry. And she's here today to tell us a little bit more about that ministry and to share some of the great things that are happening there. So Lee, with this ministry being so new, let's start at the beginning. How did you originally, how did you end up being involved in the food ministry? Like originally? Like originally. <laughs> okay. Like, well, honestly, this was kind of born out of something we were already doing. Right. We had a van ministry okay. prior to 2020. We had a van ministry that went out into low-income neighborhoods. Okay. And we would pick up children and bring them to church on Wednesday nights, especially. We did Sunday as well, but especially on Wednesday nights. Mm -hmm. At that time, we had already established a relationship with a local food vendor um, retail store that would give us donations weekly based on what was left over. So we would pick up the food donations, and then we would pick up the kids, and then we would send the kids home with food boxes. Okay, so that's that that's was sort of, of that's sort of how you got involved, but yes. also how it sort of got started. Kind of well. got started that way. Okay, so give me sort of the history. I mean, you've given me the beginnings, but how's it been going since, sort of since you first started this? Okay, well, as I mentioned before, with the van ministry, that kind of came to a screeching halt in 2020 with the pandemic. Okay, you shut the schools down. Right. We didn't know what we were doing. We were limited to ten people at a time. Hard to put children on a van with all the restrictions in place. Right. So church leadership got together, and there happened to be 10 people there for this meeting. Okay. And we were like, okay, this is our 10, because you couldn't have more than 10 people at the time. Mm-hmm. And it had to be a God thing, because nothing about this next part made sense. Okay. It was not rational. It was not logical. So it had to be, you know, this mm-hmm. is definitely a step of faith. So we were saying, well, we still get this food every week. It's not much, Mm -hmm. Um, but we know that things are getting harder as the pandemic began. People were needing food. People were losing their jobs. People were being sent home. Uh, We still had our children that were used to getting food. How do we get the food to them? Um, Shelves. I mean, the shelves, the grocery store shelves were getting empty. Right. So we had 10 people. We had a very little bit of food. We had no operating budget for this. And we only had three months of total budget to continue all operations, three right. months. And again, remember, people were not coming to church at this time. And I, want, I don't want to th- think that people wouldn't be faithful in sending their tithes, but you know. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, you get it a whole lot more when they're there. Um, so we had literally three months of operating expenses left. So let's start a new ministry. Right. You know, let's do it. Yeah. Um, but the, we recognized the need. We had the 10 people that we were allowed to have. And we just stepped out on faith. And it started there. Um, we, did, we had to make it COVID-proof. So mm-hmm. it was drive-through events. They would come through. We would have the box pre-assembled. We would put it in the car. They would not get out. We would be masked up. And that's the way we operated in the beginning. Okay. Um, God supplied the need Mm -hmm. because remember there was nothing on the grocery store shelves. So we started getting grants. We started all the COVID funding that was coming about at that time, uh, with farm to table, um, what it was called farmers to table. It was a program. I can't exactly remember where we could get the produce straight from the farmers Mm -hmm. because 
it was a, it was a different world we were living in at that time. And so we were starting to get produce. We were starting to get funding through grants, member supported and other donations just to get the food out to people. Right. We didn't, we thought, well, we'll do this through the summer, you know, because we were only going to be shut down for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How, how naive we all were at that how time. Naive. Yes, we were. So we thought, well, we'll do this until things get back to normal and then we'll assess it there. Um, well, and now we're here. We are today. What? Third year, third year, third year of doing this. Yes. Third year. So if, if it's third, if it's your third year, I mean, that means it's the ministry's grown then. Yes, absolutely. We have to date. I just did the numbers through December 22, um, done 7,889 families. Wow. We've served 24,876 people and we are low, low estimate is over 70,000 meals. Oh my goodness. So, I mean, that's, you're making a, you're making a very large impact on, on Jackson County then. Yes. Now it, now this ministry is primarily just in Jackson County, correct? Primarily. We don't turn anyone away. Right. Um, so we don't know where they're driving from, but we don't turn anybody away. Right. And it's, and you're not really, I'm not saying you're not collecting information from them, but you're really not either. You're just sort of, if they show up and they need the food, you just give them and mm-hmm. off, off they go. Yes. The only question we ask, how many in the family? Okay. That's it. Oh, and that's it. That's it. That's how many in the family. We know that if they show up that uh, we are under the, under, we are under the understanding, excuse me, right. that they are in need. Okay. It's like a self-declaration. Hmm. And so if, if that's, if that's sort of how it's continuing to grow. So how many, sta- how many, how many locations do you have as of this recording? How many are you doing right now? We are now at three locations. Okay. So we're at the Coley Valley Baptist Church, the original sanctuary. Right. We've now converted that to a food ministry. We're there on Mondays uh, from four to five thirty. although people start showing up earlier. Oh yeah. And then we just joined up with El Centro. Okay. And we're there on Tuesday evenings from 5 to 7.30. Right. And then we're in the Barker's Creek Community Building on Wednesdays from 5.30 to 7. Okay. And so what we'll do in the show notes is I will put those all three of those locations, mm-hmm. find that schedule as well. Do you see, as, as you're doing it now, and as you have, as it has changed because it's now grown, it's just, there's just more parts and there's pieces and there's more, there's more involvement. Do you see... Do you really see it slowing down any? Do you feel like it's as needed as it was in 2020 or more needed? How how do you feel like that's running right at the moment? I think it's more needed. Okay. Inflation. Yeah. When the price of food is going up so fast and the people we serve, a large majority of the people we serve are elderly okay. and their incomes are not going up. Right. And that's one of the biggest populations we serve is those elderly clients on a fixed income. Mm-hmm. And they do, they drive, they make the drive to come and get that food. Right. And we've heard many of them tell us that they don't know what they would do without it. Oh, wow. See, and that's what's interesting to me is that it's not just something, this was not probably, it may have started off as a, like a one and done type of a thing, but now it's, again, you're in year, getting ready to go into year three with this. Yes, that's March 31st will be three years. We started on the 31st of March in 2020. Wow. Wow. 
That seems like such a long time ago. No, and we still don't have a budget. (laughs) And that's, and we tell everybody, this is God's math. Right. This is God's math. And I tell people, he was not asking us what was in our checking account. He was asking us for our faith. Right. And he has supplied every need. When I sit there and wonder where in the world are we going to come up with the funding to keep, we're just exponentially growing. Where, you know, and I quit asking because God said, just let me handle that part. Right. <laughs> and he does. He does right. it so much better than I could. Right. So if we ever get a minute to slow down and do a budget, we'd probably mess it up. <laughs> we probably would, yeah. <laughs> so. so usually how it works whenever we're working on God's timing. Yeah. <laughs> so take a moment with me and let's talk about um let's talk about some of those God moments because I think we talked a little bit before we started recording. You know, they can they can they probably happen every week. Yes. But um tell me give me tell the listener maybe one or two really God moments that you, that you just, that really just stand out to you so that we can talk about how sort of how the ministry has been able to impact in a very positive moment. Okay. Well, let's start with the most recent one that I was involved in, which was last week. Um, We got our mana truck because we are mana partners and we knew we were getting 3000 pounds of food. And this was not on a delivery. This was not on a food day. This was um, just a delivery truck. And it was scheduled to be there Tuesday morning on the 3rd at 930. Okay. We, because holiday was still kind of going on, we had some extra volunteers, and we were so grateful. Balsam Baptist brought their youth over. And they were going to help us unload this truck, 3,000 pounds of food. Well, I'm a really type A person. When you tell me you're going to be somewhere at 930, <laughs> I'm there ready, ready. And right. so, of course, the truck was running late. And I started getting anxiety Mm -hmm. because I hate interrupting people's schedules. And I was like, oh, these kids, it's cold out and they're here to work and the truck's late. And I was getting frustrated, right? (laughs) a little bit of frustrated Um, because here we're going, you know, 30 minutes late, Mm -hmm. 45 minutes late. And eventually the truck did show up and we were started unloading the truck. And again, this was not on a give out day right. for our time. Right. Well, all of a sudden this car pulls in while we're unloading the truck and this elderly lady gets out and she said, who is this food for? I explained the ministry. I explained our times and I said, would, do you need a food box? She said, I really do. I just happened to be coming by cause I just dropped my grandchild off for a function and, um, I'm raising them. My children are in addiction, and so I'm raising them. And this this one was obviously disabled as well. And I said, okay, well, we'll grab you some boxes. And we got her some food boxes, and I said, well, could we pray with you? Right. And she said, please. And so we got to stand out there while we were still unloading the food and pray with her. And then I had to turn around to the kids that had come and volunteered, and I said, and now we know why the truck was late. Right. And now we know why Miss Lee really needs to work on God's time and work on her patience. Right. <laughs> because right. if the truck had been on time, we would not have got to meet this lady or meet her needs oh, wow. or pray with her. Right. So that was just one example of not even on a give-out day. Right. Um, we've also had, right at Christmas time, you remember we had that really frigid cold snap. Yes. And we were giving out food the week before that, and we knew the cold temperatures were coming. Well, this teenager, uh, I would say teenager, came in and she said, 
hey, I've got something I want to donate, but I don't know if you can take it. And this was during our giveaway. Okay. I said, what you got? She said, I've got these prepackaged gallons of kerosene. I okay. was like, didn't know they made it. Didn't know they made that either. <laughs> I said, I'm going to have to see this. Well, it looks like big gallons of what you would buy, like Clorox in or any, or any kind of detergent. But it was actually kerosene. Wow. Prepackaged kerosene. Okay. I was okay. like, well, we don't really give out kerosene, but I'm not turning anything away at this moment because I know when God's in something. And I was like, yeah, we'll take the kerosene. So she brought all these gallons of kerosene. And when uh, we had these families start showing up, they're like, what's that? I said, it's not food. <laughs> don't <laughs> right? drink it. Please don't drink it. <laughs> I said, it's kerosene. And they were like, is it to be given out? I said, yes. Can we have some? Yes. Yeah. Well, at the end, we had like five gallons left over. And this woman who had never come before, she said, what's that? We said, it's kerosene. Mm-hmm. She said, can I have it? I said, sure. She said, can I have all of it? Right. I said, you absolutely can. Right. And she started praising God. Yeah. Right there in the driveway. Oh, how neat. Because she, that was her only heating source. And so she was able to have some kerosene, again, with some of the coldest nights of the year coming right. up. Because that, that was a horrible cold snap for it us. Was. But, it I mean, was. But, I mean, we get winters and we get cold, but, yeah. and that's just, that's just so hard to... Um, because so many people around here are not ready for that, mm-hmm. for that type of weather. Right. I mean, especially if they're living in a trailer or in a camper or something like that, they mm-hmm. can just get really cold very quickly. Mm-hmm. That's man, that's great. And so, whenever we're talking about these type of this type of a ministry, it, it primarily is a food ministry. Don't we don't want the listener to think that it's that it's something other than that. But it primarily is a food ministry because you're meeting that need. You're meeting the need of, of someone who, who has found themselves in this, this moment, and they have that need. Let's talk about on the other side of it. If someone is listening to this and they want to volunteer, what do they need to do to, what would they need to do to volunteer for this? They would need to reach out to me or Pastor Shane. Okay. And I'll be glad to give you our phone numbers. Right. We are always looking for volunteers and it doesn't have to be that you volunteer for all three events. You know, every, there's so many parts to this Mm -hmm. ministry. Sometimes we need you to go pick up something. Right. Sometimes we need you to help unload a truck. Right. Um, What if you could deliver something to some of our homebound folks? There is a place for everyone. Um, Just like in the church, everybody's got a talent. Everybody's got something they can do. We can, absolutely put you to work if you're interested. Okay. So what happens then if we think about, so we've, we've talked about the person who is, who, who may need food. We'll, we'll have that schedule for them. We have talked about a volunteer. What, have ta- what about someone saying, Hey, look, I would like to give a donation. Absolutely. What, what, no, we talked a little bit about in your story, but what would a donation typically look like? Now, is it, could it be, let's start off with like financial. Is someone, because I mean, we, we've sort of, we sort of poke fun of it, not having a budget, but it does take money. It takes money. It takes money to get this done. Yes. If someone was wanting to give financially to it, what, what would they need to, what are, what are some ways that they could, might be able to give, could they just show up? Yes. Like show up on one of the nights and just hand us, hand check, us cash, hand check. Us cash, what we take it all. Okay. They could just write a check. Could someone. Could someone give a donation such as, could they, do a, could they donate food? Yes. 
Okay, what what would be a restriction for for them giving food? Is is there one? There are some restrictions with manna. Um, some homemade items we cannot take. Okay, because things have to have a label. Okay, and we have to be careful with that. The exception to kind of homemade is farm fresh eggs. We can take those. Okay. But unfortunately, like if someone says, well, I've canned all these green beans. I can't give them out, but I sure will eat them. <laughs> you know, right, but, right. <laughs> but, you can't give them out to yeah, someone else. But I can't. Unfortunately, right. no. We have, to, we have to be able to track the food, where it came from. For example, if there's a recall. Right. Those kinds of things. You need to be able to be able to identify it. Right. So if it's as long as it, it, we're going to say, I'm going to use the idea of more like store-bought. Right. Uh, a store-bought can because mm-hmm. it have a label, it has the ingredients, it has those types of things. Yes. All of that, as long as it's within date. Yes. Is, is a great donation. Absolutely. Um, again, we we'll go back to the farm fresh eggs, be great. But everything sort of needs to have have that label, a tracking way of, of getting to it, correct? Exactly. And exactly, which is why we can't take uh, baby formula. A lot of people oh, want to yeah. donate that. But with the recalls we've had, yeah. um, we're prohibited from taking baby formula. Right. Even though I know it's a huge need. Right. Um, we can't take baby formula um, at this time. What other things do you guys offer them? And I really want to get to more, probably more of the spiritual side of this. And let's go back to the prayer thing. If someone came and they said, hey, look, I'm, I'm dealing with this. Would you mind praying with me? That's, that's part of the ministry as well. Absolutely. We have one lady that comes, and she's been coming. She's a regular. Right. We know we're going to see her every week. Right. We look for her. We don't. Right. Um, she recently lost her son. Okay. And just some kind words. Absolutely. Sometimes she just wants to talk. Mm-hmm. She wants somebody to hear her son's name again. Right. Whatever she needs in that moment, you know, we're there for her in that. Mm-hmm. But we're certainly, that's our ultimate goal. The food is meeting a need, but it really is a tool. It's a tool to get that soul in touch with the Savior. Right. And that's what we're about. Right. And we invite people to church. We also have devotions that go in every box. Okay. In English and Spanish. Oh, wow. We do a short devotion with them in each box. Okay. And it's a different one each week. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that is, uh, we do take advantage of online devotions. Right. <laughs> that. But we give credit. Um, so we do a devotion, and we certainly will pray with anybody. And that's what we look for. That's what we hope. Right. We hope they'll come and talk to us. They hope, right. We hope that they'll have a prayer request. We invite them to church. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's what the real reason we're there. Because that's that's the whole whole opportunity is yes. to not just feed them physically but then to start feeding them spiritually right well how neat give me an idea of what a typical day is for setup is because you i mean we're recording this it's just shortly after one o'clock um so what would a typical setup day be for you in getting this all right so it's different for the whole week okay right um also many 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 moving parts so for today we'll start with today um, we're going to go at two o'clock and pick up donations actually from United Christian Ministries. Okay. They get a delivery from Walmart and whatever they don't use, we can have it Okay, because we can give it out tonight and most of it needs to go out pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Yeah. So we'll pick up the Walmart donations. We go to the church and at the church already, because we've already done this, are pre-packed boxes with everything but the perishable items. Oh, okay. So we're up now to 
packing 120 boxes a week. Oh, my. And so those 120 boxes have to be ready each week. It, it is for all three locations. Oh, so for all three locations. Yeah, okay. That's what we start with is 120 okay. boxes. And then we get, so we have the, like, what we call the bones of the boxes. Right. So that's got to get done. Well, guess what? You have to actually make the boxes. Mm-hmm. Make the boxes. I'm not talking about stuff them. I'm talking about putting the boxes, putting the boxes together with tape. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we got that part. <laughs> so we get the boxes put together with tape. We get the bones of the boxes put in with dry goods. And then we also have to pick up the food from different vendors. Mm-hmm. We have to get that food unloaded. We have to get that food in freezers. We have to get that food in refrigerators. We have to get that food on the shelves. Okay. So if we've done all that and we've picked up our delivery from UCM, we go to the church okay. and we set up our tables and we start pulling boxes out and coolers of the cold stuff and the cars start coming through. When they come through, we ask them how many is in the family. We load up the perishable items, and with the non-perishable, we put it in their car. We have the produce already unpacked from UCM, and they get to pick that. Okay. So they get to choose their own produce. Now, the bones of the boxes we pick just because of logistics. Right. And then um, we get that done, and while we're doing that, we're packing more boxes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. we're always packing boxes. And then at some point, we will have to get the boxes to El Centro, mm-hmm. which means somebody's got to come pick them up. Somebody's got to take them. Right. And then we'll get the boxes to Barker's Creek. Again, somebody picks them up. Somebody takes them. We have coolers we've bought um, through this God being good to us with funding. We've bought sheds that have coolers and um, freezers at mm-hmm. those locations. So we could try to keep them stocked up with some perishable items. Right. But that has to be replenished. Right. Well, we do all that three times. <laughs> I'm tired and I'm yeah. just listening. <laughs> and then we have to go find more groceries. So our pastor really is, it's a gift. Right. He, he has a gift. Uh-huh. Um, I told Manny you should really hire him because they are limited on product. I said, he can find it. He is just has a gift for talking. He has a gift for getting his way. <laughs> he has a gift for... I, I don't know. know too many pastors have a gift of talking, That's <laughs> yeah. the, but that's, that's a side point. But he can get the, he gets good deals. And um, so he's out there doing a lot of running around through the week trying to find good deals. We're trying to find the best deals on meat, best deals on eggs, best deals on uh, bread. Um, those kinds of things. So it's an everyday thing. This is not just a one day or they just, you know, you guys just sort of show up and it's a couple of hours. This, I mean, for the way of a life of a church, this has almost become a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Like, because it, it's every week. Every week. Have you guys missed a week since, since you started? Do you, do you, are you, are you, can you remember missing a week since you started? I think when we were, had, we were just getting started. Yeah. We took a few holidays where the holiday actually fell on a Monday. Like a Monday? We would take those off because people wouldn't come. We figured we had all this out there and only four people would show up. Right. But now that it has grown, we did not miss even all wow. through Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's we were open. Wow. See, that's, that's what's always incredible to me. So the big, one of the big takeaways I want for any listener to, be, to take from this is, number one, you didn't have a budget. Nope. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of faith in God for this whole process. <laughs> now, I'm, like, I'm sitting here smiling because I'm just going, oh, this, this gives me anxiety and I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> you had no ministry, you had no money. You're in a hard part of ministry. And then 
through all of it, as you guys have just continued to be faithful to it and and listening to, you know, opening what God's doing to you, you guys have just continued to help people in our area. Like this is this isn't going you don't even have to go anywhere. No. Like this is being missionaries to those in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem. <laughs> which is one of my favorite sayings. Um and that's what I want the person to listen to be listening to this going, okay, it was just, it was for you guys, it was just a small step of faith. Yes. And now we're going into year three. You're now in you're now in three different locations. Yes. And it's still like there's still there's still a need. Yes. And we can't keep up with God. Right. You can't. <laughs> can't keep up with him. Can't uh, outgive him. Right. Because he can just continues to bless. He can does. he just bless the ministry? Continues to bless all these other things. He does. He absolutely does. Well, that's great. Well, Lee, I want to say thank you for being here with us today. Uh, thank you for sharing about the ministry. And, uh, you know, as we continue to pray for the ministry, um, just remember that we will have all all these things in show notes as far as it concerned. And uh, we look forward, we just, look, I look forward to probably maybe in another year having you back yeah. and talking about how it's changed and how it's grown since then, because that'll be uh, that's sort of the great thing about doing some of these ministries and sh- shining the light is to see how do they keep going, how they keep growing. Yes, and it is all God. Oh, absolutely. Well, again, thank you, Lee, for being here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Light 1031 podcast. We hope that today's episode, talking with Lee, as she's explained the food ministry from Cullowee Valley Baptist Church, has been a blessing to you. If you like today's episode, you can find out more information, including links, show notes, and some of the things that we talked about at LighthouseSilva.com. Join us next time for another edition of Light 1031.